Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, and after riding a workplace roller coaster, I was able to find my strength and motivation starting Ella Mazur Creative, a social media agency that coaches and manages businesses all over the world to take their Instagram to the next level. talk to you about the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Welcome back to another episode of the Influence Podcast. I'm your host, Ella, and I'm from an agency called Ella Mazur Creative. If you don't follow me on Insta, then head over there, make sure you follow, slide into my DMs, and let's have a chat. Today's podcast episode is all about systems and processes in business. And this is actually the first module of my program, Social CEO. And I think I talk about this a lot, but I understand that so many people don't actually understand what a system or a process is. And why would I even be teaching something like that in my program? Why is it so important? So just to put it in just to just to give you some perspective of what it is, a system is an overall thing, okay? And a process is all the little things that go into that system. So if, for example, if my overall thing is onboarding, like I have a system for onboarding a new client, all of the steps involved in onboarding a new client, that is the process. So one, my system onboarding, all the steps involved, that is the process inside that system. And the reason why you need to have these defined in your business is one, so that you can automate things and you can see where the gaps are. And I'm going to go over a few things now so that you can see, well, do I actually have systems in place for things or are there places where I can put systems in place? And when you're going through the process and going through the steps, you can start to identify one, which steps of these can easily be automated so that you give to give yourself back some time. Which of these steps do you hate doing so that you can maybe outsource or get someone else to do them? And three, which which of these steps can be improved? So we're gonna go over a few of these things. The first thing though, and this is this is what I go through with everyone that goes through social CEO. And by the end of it, the feedback that I get is like by the end of the whole 12 week program, the feedback that I get is I didn't understand how valuable the systems and processes module was and why I even needed to do it until I did it and it gave me a full order of my business. So you can see that it is such a valuable thing for you to do. And it's not often that it's involved in a lot of programs. Like they'll, they'll just jump straight into sales. And a few of the people that I've had go through the program, they're like, I want, I just want to know about the sales straight away. I'm like, we do this first specifically to lay the foundations for your business so that when I'm teaching you the sales, when I'm teaching you the attraction marketing methods and sales psychology, you have the foundation laid for the growth to happen. 
is if we work backwards and I teach you all these strategies and you're bringing these people in and your business is growing, but you don't have the foundations to hold these people, it's all going to collapse. So we need to first see, okay, where, where can I automate? Where can I outsource? Where needs some improvement? And then you can start to learn all of the different sales techniques and attraction marketing and sales psychology side of things so that you can have that room for growth and you can scale your business. Automation is the key to scaling and you'll find that in pretty much every business. So many people are being replaced by a platform or a system or a robot, right? Because automation is the key to business growth and success. So that's why we do this first. So usually we'll go over platforms in your business first. So what are the key platforms that you're using? And one, are you paying too much for them? Are they clunky? Are they dated? And actually go through, say, like the platforms that you're using for your marketing and your content. Are you even using any platforms? For example, like Canva or Planly or Business Suite. These are all considered different platforms. Okay, so which platforms are you using in your business? Which ones maybe are costing you too much money? This is also a really good opportunity for you to go through the platforms that you're paying for that you're not using and audit your subscriptions because I guarantee it's it's just so easy to go onto those free trials and then they convert into something that you're paying for and it all adds up real quick. So go through and see what platforms and apps you're using for content planning, which ones you're using for data and analytics. Are you even using any for data and analytics? Something like Google Analytics, that's free to use, but you definitely should be using it. Instagram Analytics, Facebook Analytics, are you tracking these things? Do you have anything to track them? Then your social media ones like Instagram, Facebook, which platforms are you using? Which apps? Where are you posting your content? Actually go through and write all this down. And then you have other ones that you can use for marketing like Thrivecart, um, ClickFunnel, Milkshake, the link in your bio, all these things that you want to start to identify what it is that you're using and are these the best possible ones to use for your business? So is there anything better? Is there anything cheaper? Is there anything that you haven't heard of? Is there a new thing that you could be using and you can replace these with? So that's what we like to do first for content and marketing, going through and seeing what are all of the different platforms that we're using so that when we go through the systems and processes, we can be like, okay, right, this is the pro- this is the system, this is the process, and these are the apps and platforms that are used for that can anything be improved? Can anything be cheaper, better, newer? So this is why going through this is so important. Then going through your business operations. So going through, are you using something for tax and accounting? So many business owners don't do this and then you're screwed, right? So something, the very first thing that I signed up to and got my business on when I started from scratch was I got zero. I didn't know how to set it up. So I just invested getting my accountant to set it up correctly from the beginning. It's not something I wanted to mess around with. 
because I didn't want to be in business three years and then owing a whole lot of money or having it not set up correctly. So this was crucial and now there's so much automation behind that as well. So the way that we pay our taxes for the business, Bart has automated it. So it just goes to goes to the tax people automatically. Um, things like that. What payment gateway are you using? There's lots of different ones to choose from. And I know that every business has different needs. So actually go through like the Stripe, there's PayPal, there's Squarespace, there's so many different ones, right? So go through and have a look which one is the best option for you. Having a payment gateway is really crucial to make it easier for your client or your customer to pay you rather than say doing a bank transfer because that's an extra added step as well, which is something that I'll go over maybe in a, in a different episode. But you want to make it easy for yourself, which might cost a little bit of money, but it's going to make you have that longevity and growth automation in your business. So something that I didn't do soon enough in my business was automate a lot of my client payments so that I wasn't sending out invoices weekly and I needed a payment processor and gateway that would allow me to do that. So I did some research to see which one I could do and made sure I got the right one. So if that's something you want to do, make sure you invest the time and get the right platform for yourself. Then your website, what's that hosted on? Are you using anything for time management for project management? Do you have a monthly revenue tracker? What communication tools are you using between you and your clients or your team or your customers? All of these sorts of things you need to consider. Or if you're not using it, do you need to? Is there something that you could implement in here that's going to make it easier for yourself? I have some examples for you. So, for example, I have client customer management tools. I use HubSpot and I like to use that for forms for when I get an inquiry because I that's the form that that's the link that I use for people to submit a form. Then I have that automated to send an email. I have my pipeline in there so that I know who I'm following up with, I know who I'm speaking to, I know who my clients are. These are the things that might sound really obvious to you, but if you're in business and you're doing everything yourself, you don't have a team, it can be so easy to forget who it is that you're speaking to. When did I speak to them? When did I last send them an email? So putting things like this in place it's just going to make it easier so that you don't have to remember everything all the time because I guarantee one, you don't remember everything all the time and do you, you're going to, you're going to get to that moment where you have really burnt out. So having things to support you like this is crucial and something like HubSpot is free. Now there are other tools like Dubsado. Um, I don't personally use that, but I've heard that it's amazing. I've heard that it does a lot of incredible things that are useful for small business owners. Um, I feel like I was way too far down the rabbit hole with say PandaDoc and a few of my other platforms and tools that I use in order to make the switch, but I've heard it's really good. So if you're using that and you want to shed some light on it, then please let me know. Um, things like Calendly, Zoom, apps to use for communication like WhatsApp or Voxer, 
And then, of course, client and customer support. So how are you, like, what are you using to offer support as well? Is it just email? What are you using for that? So that's that's just one section of your business, right? So that's just your client, customer management and tools involved in that. There are so many other areas of your business. And, of course, you could add something like Instagram and your DMs and Facebook and Messenger in there if that's a way that you communicate, communicate with your clients as well. So just to recap, things that we just went over, we went over some of your different platforms, different systems. We went over different tools and um, apps that you can use for things like marketing, content, business operation, client customer management. So the first thing I want you to do and take away from this episode is to go and do an audit of all the different things that you're using and see where the gaps are and see where you can actually make it better and improve before going into the next section of this, which is your systems. I need to take a breath. I feel like talking a lot and being pregnant makes me so out of breath real quick. So systems allow your business to run like a well-oiled machine while making it more streamlined, more productive, and ultimately more profitable, which is what you want. That's the whole reason why you're in business, to make money. And there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like there's such a stigma around all these other goals in your business when really you have started your business to make money and that's okay. And that is why you create content. That's why you invest so much time and energy into this. It's to make money. So if if you're going backwards or if you're stagnant, then definitely take action from this episode. And you might even want to invest in actually doing social CEO because it makes such a difference. So in your systems, I want you to identify what it is that you're already doing versus what can you improve, what can you develop, and where are the gaps. So identify any of your business activities, break them down, and then start to identify what's really hard, what's costing you time, money, what are the things that you hate doing, where are the things that can be improved, where can you make some changes. And I guarantee that... These are the things that you'll be putting off and you'll like all things that you might think are really hard in your business that you didn't think could be easier, but actually they can be. So it's so good to do this, say every six months in your business and really analyze everything that you're using. Be like, right, I can make this better. How can I make this easier for myself? Do I need to outsource? Can I get a better app or platform that's going to help me save time and money? guarantee you there's always something that's going to help. So that's the first thing with your systems. So why, why do I want you to do this is because, well, firstly, this might take you a little bit longer to do, but your goal is to create more automation. So you need to identify where the gaps are in your business and what are you doing manually? (laughs) So this is what I do with my clients, right? Some of the sessions that we have one-on-one is I'll actually go through the back end and I'll help them set up everything manually so that it's automated. Or we'll go through the things. For example, one I did the other day with a client, um, we went through and set up a client onboarding process 
So I went through from when they submit a form to the email they get to how they sign up to the welcome series that they get, how that's all linked and how she was doing that manually, but then she was forgetting people. So there was a lot of gaps in there. She was leaving a lot of money on the table. So we managed to automate this whole system with the series of processes inside and it's it's saved her so much time and it's made her more money because it's all automated. So she like if she forgets, it's okay because now the things she needs to check is just that it's working makes because, you know, technology. So you need to check that these things actually do work. You need to test it out. So now she has more time to invest in other areas of her business, which is great. Instead of looking at the bigger picture, I want you to start taking one step at a time because when you do something like this, it can feel very overwhelming and it can feel like you have a lot to do, which you know you're in business, the the list, the to-do list is never ending. Like we just, we love adding to the to-do list. It's, it's like on the to-do list, add to the to-do list, right? So instead of looking at the entire picture, look at one step at a time and break it up into bite sizes so that you can, but Bart always says to me, how do you eat an elephant? And I always say to him, you don't eat elephants. <laughs> but the answer is one bite at a time. So that is how I want you to look at it like this at one with one step at a time instead of the whole thing. Then anything you find yourself doing more than once in your business, I want you to start to document that process because they are the things that you will then be able to either automate or outsource. So if you're doing something repeatedly and like, for example, the way I onboard clients, it's the same process I do every single time. So what I've started to do is I've started to record this process so that I can give this to my manager when I go on maternity leave, I can be like, this is how we onboard a client. And I can literally give her the link to the videos that I have made on how to do it. And she can just follow those steps. Easy. So if you can start to identify the things or the areas, the processes in your business where you're doing something repeatedly, that is something that you can start to automate or outsource. Then from here, we create process. So once you have a list of your activities in your business, you need to break them down into the functions. So according to the processes, the tools, the people, if there are any people involved, strategies from start to finish. And I'm going to go over an example with you in a minute. But essentially, we have the process, we have, are there any people involved? Are there any platforms or tools involved? And then are there any strategies? So when we're breaking down this process, so at the top we have the process, which is the step-by-step sequence of actions, the tools, any apps or software required for this, the people, is it you? Are there other people that are, are you outsourcing? Are there other people in your team? And then the strategies, then you have the tactics, the tips, the techniques that you use in order to get this done. So that's what you need to look at. And what am I going to go over with you? So the example that I have here is onboarding a new client. So that in itself is my system 
from there, right, I will send them a welcome email that has a whole lot of steps inside. From that email, they'll fill out a form. I get that form back. I then develop their strategy, send that to them. We have a meeting before we start creating that content, right? There's there's more into there's there's more steps in there, but that is essentially going over a system and then all of the steps involved in that process in order to get that done. So who's involved? The client's involved. I'm involved. Um, the the lady on my team that is developing their strategy, they are involved. What platforms are involved? And I start to break it down that way. And then I can start to identify what can be automated. What can I hand over altogether? Do I even need to be involved in this? So I can start to have a real clear thing. And then also I can get feedback from the clients. So this whole, the way that we onboard a client has changed over the years. And it's definitely something that you want to get feedback from. You also want to get feedback from anyone that's helping you. So um, team members would be like, oh, it would be great if we did this when we onboarded a client or we'd be great if we did this. So we've implemented a whole lot of other things to make it easier for both us and for the client to have the best experience possible. So always improving, getting feedback, seeing where you can make, we can automate things where you can outsource, you can improve so that you have that foundation to be able to then scale and grow your business. So I feel like that's a real brief overview and it's, it's definitely something that I do with a lot of clients. And like I said, it's inside social CEO. It's the first module that we go over. So it's a very, very important one to cover And there are so many actionable items for you to take away just from this episode. But if you do want more, if you're like, that was great, but I still need more help, definitely invest in the bundle that I have at the moment, which is the social CEO and Instagram for business course. I have an early bird price, which will be ending in the next few days. If you want pricing, if you want more details, slide into my my DMs or watch my stories. I'm sure it's going to be on there. But if you want more info, let me know and... I will see you on Instagram and chat to you in my next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.